0: This is episode 618 of the AWS podcast, released on September 4th, 2023.
1: Spend half a day with AWS on September the 14th, 2023, and embrace the future of your AI business. Gen AI Day is a three-hour virtual event showcasing how businesses are building with generative AI on AWS. You'll hear from industry leaders and experts who have leveraged generative AI on AWS to innovate and drive growth in their respective fields. Hear about the latest trends and best practices, as well as tools and services such as Amazon Bedrock to help you build and deploy powerful AI applications. This virtual experience runs from 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time till 12 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You can learn more and register for Gen AI Day using the link in the extended show notes. Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS Podcast, Sumlache with you. Great to have you back, and I'm joined by my co-host Horn Nwen Longren. G'day Horn, how are you doing?
0: Doing fabulous. How about
1: you? I am good. And Jillian Ford, how are you doing?
0: Always fantastic to be here. Well, then we are
1: here and we're ready to go. We have plenty of cool updates. So let's start by talking about the AWS Marketplace. Now, AWS Marketplace sellers can now utilize a new simplified onboarding process to create vendor insight security profiles, which reduces the time it takes to make their product profiles visible to prospective buyers. Now, AWS Marketplace Vendor Insights lets customers complete third-party software risk assessments in just days instead of months, which is pretty cool. And sellers with AWS Marketplace Vendor Insights profiles can showcase their security posture while reducing the operational burden of responding to buyer requests for security and
0: risk information, which is nice. Now we're on to analytics. AWS Glue Studio now offers five new visual transforms. They are record-matching remove null rows, extract string fragments from a regular expression, parse JSON column, and extract JSON path. Each of these five new transforms address a unique data processing need. AWS Glue Studio offers a visual ETL interface to author, run, and monitor AWS Glue ETL jobs. The new transformations are available in both visual and code-based jobs. Amazon EMR Serverless now makes it easier to specify fine-grained log configurations. Amazon Kinesis Video Streams improves imaging sampling frequency to 5 frames per second. And a few from Amazon QuickSight. So Amazon QuickSight is now an AWS IAM Identity Center-enabled application. This capability allows administrators that subscribe to QuickSight to use IAM Identity Center to enable their users to log in using their existing credentials. Amazon QuickSight users can seamlessly sign into QuickSight with their organization's identity provider from the AWS Access Portal or directly from QuickSight and share assets with users and groups. Amazon QuickSight launches hierarchy layout for pivot tables. And one more is Amazon QuickSight now supports embedded callback options. So now we've got Amazon OpenSearch. We've got an exciting announcement as we can now scan and search up to six terabytes of time series data, which includes one or more indexes within a collection. Amazon OpenSearch Serverless is a serverless deployment option for Amazon OpenSearch Service that makes it simple for you to run search and analytics workloads without having to think about infrastructure management. With the support for larger data sets, you can unlock valuable operational insights and make data-driven decisions to troubleshoot application downtime, improve system performance, or identify fraudulent activities. OpenSearch Serverless now supports 100 OpenSearch compute units for indexing and search, respectively, doubling from the previous limit of 50, including redundancy for availability zone outages and infrastructure failures. You can configure the maximum OCU limits on search and indexing independently to manage costs. And you can monitor real-time OCU usage with CloudWatch metrics to gain a better perspective on your workload's resource consumption. And we're pleased to announce Terraform support for OpenSearch serverless deployments. And last one in analytics is you can now create Apache Airflow version 2.6 environments on Amazon Managed Workflows for Apache Airflow. Apache Airflow 2.6 is the latest minor release of the popular open source tool that helps customers author, schedule, and monitor workflows.
2: And bringing it all together with application integration, AWS AppSync now supports JavaScript for all resolvers in GraphQL APIs. AWS AppSync is a managed service that makes it easier to build scalable APIs that connect applications to data. With AppSync, API developers can write resolvers to define the business logic that connects their AppSync GraphQL and PubSub APIs to data. Now developers can use JavaScript to write their unit resolvers, pipeline resolvers, and AppSync functions that are executed on the AppSync JavaScript AppSync underscore JS runtime. Couple updates here on Amazon EventBridge. Amazon EventBridge API Destination is now available in additional regions. Amazon EventBridge API Destination is now available in Europe, Spain and Zurich, Asia Pacific, Jakarta, Osaka, Hyderabad, and Middle East, UAE, United Arab Emirates regions, making event-driven applications more extensible by allowing you to send events to any HTTP APIs for self-managed or software-as-a-service SaaS applications. Authorization is built in so you don't have to write or manage additional code to authorize their request. Amazon EventBridge, Bus, and Pipes are serverless event routers and point-to-point integration that enable you to create scalable event-driven applications by routing event between your applications, third-party SaaS applications, and other AWS services. You can specify API destinations to be a target of a new or existing rule, or as a target or enrichment for your EventBridge pipe and also Amazon EventBridge Schema Registry and Schema Discovery now in additional regions.
1: And now let's talk about Compute. And we're thrilled to announce the general availability of the EC2 HPC 7a instances. These are Amazon Elastic Compute Cloud HPC 7a instances, which are powered by the fourth-generation AMD EPYC processors, which deliver up to 2.5 times better performance compared to the HPC 6a instances. HPC 7a instances feature twice as a high core density, up to 192 cores, 2.1 times higher memory bandwidth throughput, twice the memory at 768 gig, and three times higher network bandwidth when compared to the previous generation instance. It also offers 300 gig of EFA network bandwidth for fast and low latency communication. And of course these instances are built on the Nitro system, which is a combination of dedicated hardware and lightweight hypervisor. The HPC 7a instances feature double data rate 5 DDR5 memory, which provides 50% high memory bandwidth compared to DDR4. Now, these instances are ideal for compute-intensive, latency-sensitive, high-performance compute workloads, which means you can scale more efficiently on fewer nodes, and it's really useful for things that are very tightly coupled. We're also happy to announce the general availability of the M7A instances. These are powered by 4th Gen AMD EPYC processors. These are the codenamed Genoa ones with a maximum frequency of 3.7 gig. And they deliver up to 50% higher performance when compared to the M6 instances as well. And they're also SAP certified and they offer new processor capabilities like AVX3 512, VNNI and Float 16 and also have DDR5 memory as well. AWS Batch on Amazon Elastic Container Service ECS now supports ECS-optimized Amazon Linux 2023. So this gives you the latest innovation in Linux with long-term technical support until March 2028. And AWS Fargate now supports process ID, namespace sharing, and kernel parameter configuration.
2: Up next, database. PostgreSQL 16 beta 3 is now available in Amazon RDS database preview environment. Amazon RDS for MySQL support new minor versions 5.7.43 and 8.0.34. Amazon RDS Performance Insight provides an on-demand analysis experience. Now, this is really cool. Amazon RDS Relational Database Service Performance Insight now helps customers analyze database performance metrics on demand to troubleshoot performance issues. It leverages machine learning models to help identify performance bottleneck during the selected time period and gives advice on what to do next, which is super helpful. This feature is available for Aurora MySQL, Aurora PostgreSQL and RDS PostgreSQL engines. Now to clarify, this launch allows you to analyze performance insight data for a time period of your choice. For example, you can analyze the time frame when your application experienced slowdowns to see whether and how database behavior changed. You can learn how the selected time periods differs from normal, what went wrong, and get advice on corrective actions. Through simple-to-understand graphs and explanation, you can identify the chief contributors of performance issues. You will also get next steps to act on the issues. This can reduce the mean time to diagnosis for database performance issues from hours to minutes. I can't tell you how many nights and weekends I've diagnosed database issues when I was a developer back in the day.
1: It's never fun.
2: (laughs) Every time it's like, okay, what's happened? Oh, we forgot to index the database. So Amazon RDS Performance Instance Insights is a database performance tuning and monitoring feature of RDS that allows you to visually assess the load on your database and determine when and where to take action. With one click in the Amazon RDS Management Console, you can add a fully managed performance monitoring solution to your Amazon RDS database. And finally, Amazon RDS for Oracle now supports July 2023 release update.
1: Let's talk about developer tools. And Adibus Code Pipeline now supports GitLab. So you can use your gitlab.com source repository to build, test, and deploy your code changes using Adibus Code Pipeline. You simply connect your gitlab.com account using Adibus Code Star connections and use the connection in your pipeline to automatically start a pipeline execution on changes in your repository. Amazon CloudWatch Agent has added support for open telemetry traces and Adibus X-Ray. And Kubernetes metadata enrichment is now available in the Adibus distro for Open Telemetry.
0: One quick update for game tech: so Amazon GameLift now supports the latest generation of compute-optimized AWS Graviton instances. Now on to machine learning. AWS announces the general availability of the confirmation slot type for Amazon Lex that enables developers to effectively capture yes and no responses from users. Amazon Lex is a service for building conversational interfaces into any application using voice and text. With Amazon Lex, you can quickly and easily build chatbots, virtual agents, and interactive voice response systems. And now, AWS DeepRacer Student Educator Playbook. So this is the perfect tool for educators to seamlessly integrate foundational machine learning curriculum and labs into their classrooms for students 16 years and older. With educator playbooks, educators can easily upskill students in the basics of machine learning through the excitement of racing autonomous vehicles. Hands-On Labs enable students to turn theory into practical learning with model training tutorials and friendly competition in the AWS Racer Student League. The Lab's playbook offers resources for virtual or in-person races, and it uses reinforcement learning, which is a hot topic these days, so it's definitely really relevant information. And Amazon Polly launches new Gulf Arabic male voice. Two quick updates from AWS Health Omics. So there is support for cross-account sharing of Omics analytics stores, and there's now support for versioning of annotation stores.
1: Nice. A quick update for management and governance. And AWS announces AWS Service Catalog support for HashiCorp Terraform Cloud. With this launch, customers using Terraform Cloud can provide self-service provisioning with governance to their teams. AWS customers can now use Service Catalog as the single tool to organize, govern, and distribute their Terraform configurations within AWS at scale. And you can access Service Catalog key features like the cataloging of standardized and pre-approved infrastructure as code templates, access control, cloud resources provisioning with least privileged access, versioning, and sharing to thousands of AWS accounts, and also tagging. So end users such as engineers, database administrators, and data scientists simply see the list of products and versions they have access to and can deploy them with a single action.
2: So one quick update here on media services. Amazon Interactive Video Service announces live video output price changes. Amazon Interactive Video Service, IBS, live video output prices for low-latency streaming are now reduced by up to 50%. In addition, live video output pricing for low-latency streaming now has additional volume tiers for each resolution and billing regions, up to and above 500,000 output hours per month, so per-hour rates decreases as usage increases. Up next, migration and transfer. AWS DataSync expands support for copying data to and from other clouds. In addition to support for Google Cloud Storage, Azure Files, and Azure Blob Storage, DataSync now supports copying data to and from Digital Ocean Spaces, Wasabi Cloud Storage, Backblaze B2 Cloud Storage, Cloudflare R2 Storage, and Oracle Cloud Storage. Using DataSync, you can move your object data at scale between S3-compatible storage on other clouds and AWS Storage Service such as Amazon S3. DataSync makes it fast and simple to migrate your data from other clouds to AWS, archive your data in AWS, or move data to and from other clouds as part of your business workflows. AWS DataSync gives customers a purpose-built service to accelerate data transfer. It simplifies and automates copying large amounts of data to and from on-premises storage, edge locations, other cloud providers, and AWS storage services. DataSync integrates with Amazon CloudWatch and Amazon EventBridge for easy monitoring for metrics, logs, and events. It also compresses data before transit, encrypts data in flight, identifies only the object that have change and need to be copied and automatically recovers from network interruptions. AWS Resiliency Hub supports exclude recommendations. And finally, AWS Mainframe Modernization Data Replication with Precisely is now available. The capability leverages data replication offered by Precisely to enable near real-time replication of mainframe data to AWS Cloud with support for heterogeneous source and target databases. It builds resilient, high-performance data pipelines that dynamically replicate data changes via Change Data Capture CDC from mainframe data stores to AWS database services like Amazon Aurora and Amazon RDS. As a result, businesses can migrate and augment mainframe applications by offloading data processing, building new business functions or channels, and driving business insights and intelligence with analytics. ML and AI on the AWS cloud to speed modernization and deliver cost-saving agility and innovation.
1: Now, let's move on to the topic of networking and content delivery. And network load balancers, NLBs now support security groups, which enables you to filter the traffic that your NLB accepts and forwards to your application. Using security groups, you can configure rules to help ensure your NLB only accepts traffic from trusted IP addresses and centrally enforce control policies. This improves your application security posture and simplifies operations. Now, NLB support for security groups provides new capabilities to help keep your workload secure. With this launch, cloud administrators and security teams can enforce security group inbound rules, even when the load balancer converts IPv6 traffic to IPv4, or when the targets are in peered VPCs. Additionally, using security group referencing, application owners can restrict access to resources, ensuring that clients access them only through the load balancer. This can help prevent imbalanced load distribution due to direct client access. Now, if you're using Kubernetes, you can enable security groups on your NLB by using the AWS load balancer controller version 2.6.0 or later. Enabling NLB security groups using the controller enhances the node security, as inbound rules can be simplified by referencing the NLB security groups. It also provides scaling improvements as the controller keeps a constant number of security group rules per cluster.
0: We've got two updates on security, identity, and compliance. AWS Firewall Manager now supports a new policy feature that allows you to ensure AWS WAF web access control lists are exclusively created in AWS accounts with resources in scope. Additionally, AWS Firewall Manager removes web control lists from AWS accounts that no longer have resources within Scope. This functionality enables customers to optimize costs, associated, and effectively scale existing Firewall Manager WAF policies across organizations and accounts. Amazon Detective has released several enhancements to finding groups' visualization that help reduce noise and make your security investigations more effective.
2: One very important update on startups. AWS launches enhanced AWS startups' experience featuring AWS Build. AWS Startup introduced an improved AWS Startup experience that brings together startup resources and programs in one central location, including credits, accelerators, Learning Resources, and Showcase, an interactive directory that where startups can promote their business to potential customers and partners. Through this experience, startups can register for AWS Activate, the leading program helping startups bring their ideas to market, innovate faster, and more cost efficiency using resources relevant to their needs. Startups can now apply to AWS Build, a self-paced program designed to help pre-minimal viable product, MVP, founders make strategic decisions about their startup product development. AWS Build is a unique opportunity for innovators to harness AWS tools. As VP and global head of startups Howard Wright says, Build was designed to support founders at the earliest stages of their startup journey, helping them to turn their innovative ideas into viable products. Our goal is to help usher a new generation of startups with strong proofs of concept and leverage the power of AWS Cloud and help them get their fundamentals right so they can be ready to scale. As a growth partner to over a quarter of a million startups, AWS continues to offer unsuppressed benefits that grow alongside your needs with AWS Startup. Now, anyone with an idea can join this dynamic community of innovators. So to become an AWS Active member, create your profile on startups.adbs. AWS Build is open to start up globally, and applications will be accepted through September twenty second, 2023.
1: And to wrap up today, we have a whole bunch of updates around storage. Firstly, mount point for Amazon S3 is now generally available, and keep an eye out for a deep dive episode on that new capability. Amazon S3 Glacier Flexible Retrieval has improved data restore time by up to 85% at no additional cost. Faster restores automatically apply to the standard retrieval tier when using Amazon S3 batch operations. These restores begin to return objects within minutes so you can process restored data faster. Now, whether you're transcoding media, restoring operational backups, training machine learning models, or analyzing historical data, you can easily speed up your data restores from Archive. Amazon FSX for Lustre, which is a fully managed service and makes it easy and cost effective to launch, run and scale the world's most popular high performance file system, now supports the ability to free up storage capacity on an FSX file system that has data synchronized with Amazon S3. So FSX for Lustre integrates natively with Amazon S3, synchronizing changes in both directions with automatic import and export so you can access your S3 data lakes through a high-performance POSIX-compliant file system on demand. So from here on out, you can use the FSX API to release inactive data that's on the file system and has already been exported to S3. And Amazon FSX for Windows has increased a maximum throughput to 12 gig. So that's up from 2 gig, so that's a pretty significant increase and have also increased the maximum IOPS from 80,000 to 350,000. So again, a big step up in performance. And you can also now scale the IOPS separately from storage on the Amazon FSX for Windows file server as well. So the capacity of the file system doesn't dictate the IOPS of the file system. And Amazon FSX for OpenZFS now provides a multi-AZ deployment option for file systems. And Amazon FSx for NetApp OnTap now provides additional performance metrics and an enhanced monitoring dashboard. And in terms of backing up your data, AWS Backup Audit Manager now supports a delegated backup administrator. And a new feature in Preview, Logically Gapped Air Vault. This is a new type of AWS Backup Vault that allows secure sharing of backups across accounts and organizations, supporting direct restore to help reduce recovery time for a data loss event. AWS Backup is a fully managed service that centralizes and automates data protection across AWS services and hybrid workloads, and logically air-gapped vault stores immutable backup copies that are locked by default and isolated with encryption using AWS-owned keys. So some really nifty updates there. Gillian, anything that leapt out at you?
0: Well... I'm a little biased, Simon, because I work with startups, so I'm personally like super pumped for them for the new AWS experience for startups.
1: That's true. And how do people reach out to you if they want to catch you?
0: Miss Jill Ford on Twitter.
1: And Horn, which one leapt out at you?
2: Always excited about the DeepRacer capabilities there and uh, super excited about the RDS Performance Insights. Um, so that was pretty cool. We can do some ML. I could have used that back in the day. And uh, some really cool things on the um, Omics and Resiliency Hub. I'd have to check that out.
1: Fantastic. How do people reach out to you?
2: You can reach out to me on my Twitter handler at Hansolo underscore one. Fantastic.
1: And I really have to say I really enjoyed the performance improvements that you get for nothing. Faster FSX, faster server types, et cetera. It's always a good thing. And if you do want to give us your feedback, AWS Podcast at Amazon.com is the other place you can do it. And until next time, keep on building.